Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for season two of the Very Terrible Podcast. I'm Jason with B Spike on the mic. Hola. And special guest Lori. Hi, everybody. So we're here today to start off season two, kickoff episode. And uh, we just thought to ourselves with our special co-host Lori here that we get to have an active discussion about uh, the way things are and the way things used to be. And we had a, a pretty good discussion of it, I think, the last time she was on with some different topics. And then today we were going to uh, do it again because in Florida, uh, unlike other parts of the country, we're starting to get ready to go back to school. Unfortunately, yes. Yes. So parents are excited. Kids are not. And now you know we can sit there and talk about what school was like for us versus what it's like for you. Pressure's on me because I answer incorrectly. Well, there's no incorrect answers. We're going to talk about the comparison yeah. of the two. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's have let's have Lori kick us off here. So what are some of the things that you remember about school that you are pretty confident are not around for her? Oh, okay. The first thing that comes to mind is we had actual like textbooks. I don't. We, yeah, we have a couple textbooks. We have one for history, and we have one for science occasionally. Is it a hardback book? Uh, soft. Okay, right. we had hardback books, and we had to take, like, have book covers on them. So we often would take, like, brown paper bags and cut them out to fit the the book, and then you decorate the outside. What on earth? I've yeah. never even heard of and that. And it was, like, this whole thing, like, there was a special way to fold it. And then if you did it right, because, like, you had to ask for brown paper bags at the grocery store. Right, and they didn't, you know, they didn't, not everybody had the brown paper bags. You had to get the brown paper bags. Then you had to cut them a certain way. And if you did it right, the the just regular brown part was on the outside. The kids that did it wrong had like the store logo stamped on the front, so you mm. lost all that. And then you could draw things on it, or you people write on your book, and it was never a big deal because it never damaged the book. But we had a book pretty much for each of the main subjects. So four, oh. maybe five books that we would have to take back and forth. Not every day, but to school. Maybe you had to bring them in and then bring them back home. So it, the backpacks, I think, were heavier, even though yours is pretty heavy now. But yours isn't from actual books. Yeah, mine is from laptop. Ooh, ah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And that, that was something else. We had no, I don't think we had computers at all until I was in high school. Another like, difference I wanted to bring up was, like, you guys said you had chalkboards? Yes, then? chalkboards. They were yeah. black with white chalk. I, I knew I had about the black part, but I, the one I used to have, and it was tiny, we had colored chalk. Well, and then the real old, old ones were green. Like the old chalkboards. But did you ever have a chalkboard at school? Yeah, but not like one for the whole class. It was like a one foot by, like it was handheld. So it was an individual chalkboard. Yeah. Okay. And we also had, I'm sure you you had an eraser for that too, but although this wasn't a privilege, the teachers made it seem like it was, you got to clink the erasers together <laughs> outside to get all of the chalk out of them. That was like a special privilege. Oh, for us, it was punishment. It's like if you were screwed up, you had to go outside and clap the erasers. <laughs> yeah, so, mm. so like the, so the days of chalk and erasers for you are completely gone. 
And also that would never fly in my school because we're not allowed out by ourselves. We have to be accompanied by either someone else or a member of the staff. Well, that's another big difference. When I was in kindergarten through second grade, I don't think we had a bathroom in the classroom. And we were an outdoor school, so you would have to leave the classroom, go down to like the community bathroom that had three or four stalls, and then go back to class. So there was no hey, someone's going to walk me to the bathroom and wait for me. You just went and then brought yourself back to the classroom. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, like unsupervised. No one ever got lost. But another thing is, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but kids would try to run away from our school. Like when I used to go on one of the playgrounds, it was fenced in at our school. And there was this kid who they forgot to lock it at night when they like did the fake grass sweeping like for all the trash that kids leave behind because kids aren't exactly the cleanest so the kid he figured out it wasn't locked flipped the handle up ran out (laughs) he got all the way into the backfield and then they finally caught him so someone actually had to catch him or did they notice he was missing and then went looking for him like the teacher saw him like (laughs) but he was running he's out of there (laughs) And your your school, and I think most of them, have gates around them. Yeah. We didn't have any type of gates. It was just open. You just drove into the parking lot, and then you left. You didn't have to show your driver's license. You didn't have to do anything special. You could just walk into the school and then walk out when you were mm-hmm. ready. Now, when I got to high school, there was a gate for the parking lot, but that was the student parking, and it was so people couldn't leave school whenever they felt like they had to be let out of the parking lot. Oh. Yeah, like I remember, like the doors weren't locked in elementary school. Like you would just walk up and open a door and walk in. And then for you know, even in middle school, like I don't really remember doors being locked because we would. Do, I would have after school activities. I would run track and cross country, and you would just go up to a door and open the door and walk into the school. It was never a big deal. Yeah, we all have keys that open the doors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that. And another thing that I definitely know was different. Our report cards were on like, what do you call that paper? It was the three layers. One was, let's say, white and then yellow and pink. And you wrote on it once and then it made three copies. Oh, my. Uh, Like they used to use for the credit card machines. Oh, I know. Like the the copy paper. So when you do it once, it... Carbon. Carbon copy. I think that's what it is. Our report cards were all handwritten. Yeah. They were handwritten. You got one copy. I think your teacher kept a copy. And then one went in your official school folder. But everything was handwritten either, I guess, with, I don't know if it had to be pen, but pencil or pen. But I guess if you made a mistake, you'd probably have to start over. Yeah. Uh, uh, When I was uh, working in the cafeteria in B school, that uh, they have styrofoam trays, which boggles my mind. How it is environmentally responsible that you could have thousands of styrofoam trays being just thrown into the trash every day, where we had these really rigid, hard, rectangular plastic plate tray things, much like the ones even like that you use at home now. They have like segmented uh, sections in them, and uh, they, each section each section would have a different food group in it, and that's how they would map out the food groups. And then, so I, but funny enough though is that the milks are exactly the same. Really? Like same brand and everything? I feel like it's the same manufacturer. Actually, of the, the they've cardboard. switched the milk since you last came and oh, worked okay. there. Are you able 
you're able to buy water at yeah. lunch. We didn't have that. You got milk or milk. There was, and sometimes they would spice it up and you'd get chocolate milk, but that wasn't huh? a given and there was never water. So if Wait. you were, I don't even know if kids back then could know they were lactose intolerant. Everybody just got milk. Wait, so yeah. you, it was like an occasion when you got chocolate milk? No, we had a choice. I don't remember always having chocolate milk. See, we in get. In ours, we have big crates, and as you're walking to the end of the line, you either choose between normal chocolate or strawberry. Yeah, there definitely wasn't any no. strawberry, <laughs> ever, no. ever any strawberry. No, and then uh, the water was a water fountain. Like, if you wanted water, you'd go to the water fountain. We have, like, a dual thing. It's like a water fountain on the bottom and the water bottle filler on the top, except they disabled the actual water fountain because of COVID and all that. Yeah, so. we, we didn't have a water bottle station. And adding to that, we didn't bring our own thermos with water to school. And thinking back, going all day long with only a water fountain, you know, you had your milk at lunch, you had whatever you had for breakfast, and then you pretty much didn't have much to drink until you got home. And I, I think now how much water you drink which is probably two 32-ounce tumblers just while you're at school. It's it's interesting that we didn't get to do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we were just very dehydrated all day long, a bunch of prunes. <laughs> and with those trays, we used to have to take them when we were done eating back over to... I don't even know what it was. Like a, We didn't wash the dishes, but we had to take them, clank all the old food off of it so that it would go into the garbage can and then put it up on this area that someone would be loading them into this so, enormous dishwasher. Were they reusable? Yes. Yes, they were definitely reusable. And the oh. silverware too. And going back to the topic of chalkboards and all that, I have a projector... that was the dog that was our dog (laughs) well anywho um third time's the charm we have a projector and a pen that can draw on the board i have no clue how that works it's bluetooth because it's not even wired to it you can either depending on the thing the different boards you can either have red green or blue or black and then on a different type of whiteboard you can have magenta yellow green black, blue, on the highlighter swatch, on the marker swatch, you have red, green, blue, yellow, black. And then surrounding those two are just normal whiteboards. Yeah, we had nothing like a whiteboard. I think the big thing that we had was the teachers, instead of having to write everything on the chalkboard, they graduated to transparencies where they could write something one time on like a clear sleeve in pen it may have been a special pen i'm not really Dry sure about. Marker? yes mm. and then they could share that with the class so that if they taught the same subject a couple times a day they didn't have to rewrite the information for the group or if someone was absent they could show them yeah. the notes that way it was on an overhead projector it was a yeah. light bulb with a piece of glass over the top and then a, a two-way mirror that would shoot this image up onto the wall and that's how you mirror? did it yeah, there was like a triangular piece over the top. So the clear transparency would sit on the large piece of glass, light bulb underneath it, shine up into the mirror, shine it over to the wall. And oh. that's how that would work. Yeah, and that's how they taught lessons. 
and we had a lot more information on paper. And it wasn't from a printer. I don't know what it was called, but it had... They would put it in some type of machine, and then it would have like a blue lettering. Ditto. It was the ditto machine. The one with the crank on the side? And they make the copies? I don't know, but it always had a weird smell, and it was like a light purpley blue color. Yeah, ditto. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's what it was, a ditto machine. We had that, which I don't think Bella's ever had anything like that. Never even heard of it. But, so how you were talking about the privilege of going to clank the chalkboard things... On each of our floors by our elevators, we have wheels of colored paper. And that's kind of the privilege. You and a buddy get to go and you get to cut the paper with the special thing. Like, so you pull it to the, you pull how much paper you want out and then there's a little slider and Mm -hmm. you slide it over. I was going to say, they didn't trust you guys with scissors and knives, right? No. Okay. (laughs) Scissors, yes. Knives, no. Yeah. But yeah, then there's like pink yellow all the good colors and then for some reason white is always out every single time is always out so i guess for what you guys make up for responsibly not using paper you waste in foam lunch trays yeah i still can't figure that out like how how a foam lunch tray is environmentally responsible well and another thing that i can think of that's different is if you brought in your school supplies, they were only yours. You didn't have the community crayons, the everybody's yeah. pencils. And personally, I wish they didn't do that. I would rather provide for a child whose family maybe can't afford to get their own supplies than have you have all the booger finger kids touching the crayons and then you get them next and the same thing with the pencils and any of the supplies really i would want to have my own to take care of you think covid would have got rid of that by now you you think all the the covid scares and everything else would be like you know what no the booger pickers can't eat can't use the same markers yeah but we really last year mainly we really didn't share like crayons and all that it was more you you have these special crayons, then you get to use those. Because what was happening a couple years before we started doing that was kids would go buy the 64-pack of crayons, and then Jerry would buy the 10-pack, and then Jerry would get upset that he didn't have the colors, and sharing is caring. So the girl or boy who bought the 64-pack would have to share with Jerry. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I see the pros and cons to that. Yeah. Um, something else that we were discussing that uh, we had that you didn't have, which you really need to get back, is a home economics class. Hmm? So home economics, and we didn't get to ours till I think Mid- it was middle school. Middle school. Yeah, middle school. And um, so it was just basically a class on how to survive. It was cooking, cleaning, balancing a checkbook, which is something that none of you kids know how to do. Um, nope. What else is this? Sewing? Yeah, we did sewing. I remember making... A pillowcase? Hmm? Isn't that knitting? Uh, no, we would sew it with the fabric. So we didn't knit. It would be the fabric was already there, and then we would cut it and sew it and stuff it with, obviously, stuffing. Yeah. And I remember we didn't cook anything extravagant, but we made things that were like... Um, donuts out of biscuits or a pizza out of a biscuit like very basic things but it was fun to do all that kind of stuff yeah i don't think we have that no i, I don't think you do either which is if really we did, sad it would be high school yeah but it's, it's what you need 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it was fun. It was a fun class because you knew that as long as you did the the work in the class that you enjoyed doing, you didn't really get homework from that class anyway. Yeah, and then the, you didn't really fail as long as you were trying. They didn't. There was no failing. You know, if you didn't do a great donut, well, that's okay. You got credit for trying to make a yeah. donut. But do you re- do you remember what your first lunchbox was? Hmm, I believe it was. Oh yes, I do. It was the pink one that had my name on it and it had the uh, little stars and the green handle. Okay, that's right. So my first lunchbox was a metal. Do they make metal lunch boxes anymore? Yeah, they do. There's not very common. Okay. And I don't I have one, I don't use Probably it for as lunch. A joke. Yeah, it might be more <laughs> of like a retro thing. Uh-uh. But I had a Holly Hobby lunchbox that came with a big thermos that you would put you could put soup in it or whatever, but most people put their drink in it. Mm. But I loved that lunchbox. Yeah, and it was like a status thing too. I mean, like for a lot of us, it was like which you know which lunchbox did you have? Did you have a good one? Did you have like a ripoff one? So we we had these toys uh, transformers. You know what transformers yeah. are? But we had the poor people transformers, which was GoBots. So if you had like a GoBots lunchbox, you were not as cool as the kids that had the transformer lunchbox. And then you got to eat your lunch alone and in pity and crying as what? you and your GoBots lunchbox had no friends. Oh. It was like this. It was like. <laughs> Very sad. Oh. <laughs> and as a kid, I don't remember ever having a prepared, like, hot lunch in my bento box or anything even similar to that. If you brought your lunch, it was more, well, first of all, there were no Lunchables. There was no such thing. So you had a sandwich and maybe a piece of fruit or maybe some crackers or chips, but nothing was all compartmentalized. There weren't, as far as I knew, any cloth napkins. Forget about that. You'd had a paper one. Yeah. And then, um, so even in my scenario, which was, you know, my mother, your grandmother, B, was, uh, worked for the school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So not only did you have, like, you had, you know, you're, you, you were going to get school lunch. Then if you ever got in trouble, they told her, like, before I had a chance to get home and make an excuse up. So, <laughs> yeah, if I would ever get in trouble, I would be, I, my punishment was already made up even by the time I got home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Delightful. So back to the lunches, you know how we try to get pretty creative with you bringing a hot lunch that's just warm or maybe lukewarm by the time you go to lunch. So things like what you bring, there was none of that. And, And most kids that I knew anyway, they bought the lunch at school. So it wasn't real common that kids brought their lunch and we certainly did not have any of the tables like there is now for the peanut allergies kids probably had it but nobody knew that they did and we all sat together what was the quality of your lunch like was it Uh, good bad uh, probably similar to the quality you have but the pizza that they provide at your school which is purchased from an outside pizza company. Should I say the name? Little Caesars. If you want to pay us Little Caesars, that's fine too. (laughs) So (laughs) your school had that. We had pizza once a week, but it was school-type pizza. And I have to say, it was was one of my favorite things to eat. And specifically, the Mexican pizza, which was an octagon shape. And it had maybe it was an orange colored cheese i'd like to think it was cheddar but that was one of my favorite things to eat 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure most schools in our area use Little Caesars. Yeah, somebody must have crunched the numbers and realized it was cheaper to do that. But it was funniest, right? So it, you remember the tray had the rectangular spots in it? The pizza yeah. was rectangular, and it fit exactly in the pizza hole. Cool. <laughs> it was exactly that made for that. It was ridiculous. And, um, yeah, I didn't have Mexican. I only had pepperoni and cheese, and then that was all there was. So you, Did you had, like, get a choice? Or uh, sometimes. We didn't get a choice. It's whatever it was for that week. And the pepperonis were certainly not circular they were like little cut up cubes yeah yeah but they were small cubes and they were in with the cheese not on top we never get pepperoni ever no you don't i've never seen pepperoni pizza cross my school well that's probably good for you though since you're a vegetarian (laughs) yeah and then um uh, but the thing too is then you'd have to have the kids they would change their mind to be this whole thing and on and on and on so now they just they, they eliminated the, the option so they gave you better quality but gave you less choice oh story with everything in life right so you're gonna get but yours can't be choosers that's right you're gonna get a better cell phone but there's only two to choose from it's either i android or apple that's all you get <laughs> we did have i enjoyed the mashed potatoes and the rolls were very soft so you would have whatever the meat was with it, chicken fried steak or chicken nuggets with mashed potatoes, gravy, and then the rolls. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, let's. See. I think. Let's see. Well, the the playground or uh, recess was kind of the same. That was that was. Yeah, we had that till about middle school, and you were done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the buses. They feel like they're pretty much exactly the same. <laughs> I just feel like they just made them with newer, but they're the same bus. Yeah, but what's the big difference? I know what it is, but what do you think the big difference is now about the buses? What do they have? Oh, air conditioning. That's definitely a big one, but what was the other one? Seatbelts? Yep, seatbelts. Oh, we didn't have seatbelts. No. Mm -hmm. And now, I don't know if you guys have this, but we had posters all in our bus, like, no eating, no having drinks other than water. Don't leave your trash on the bus. Make sure your seatbelts buckle. Do this. Don't do that. Oh, and another big one. Is if you don't if you have your phone on a loud volume without headphones in, that you're done. Yeah, certainly we didn't have phones on the bus. Oh yeah, because there was no, there was no cell phone or any version of it yet. Do you guys do bus drills? Like yeah, okay. Because there's an accident. Oh okay. Yeah, we had that too. It was like good. That was a cool day. Like they go through, you ours open was, up the doors, you jump off the back of a bus. Oh, that's not how ours is. We used to have two kids get off the back of the bus. Yeah. And then they have to hold their hands out. The kid on the left holds his right arm out, and then the kid on the left holds her left arm, right arm out, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. My brain's not working right now. And then as you jump down, you sit down on the edge of the bus, grab their hands, and you swing off. And then same kid does the next thing. Yeah. Or at least when we were younger, that's what we did. We didn't do that. They just opened the door, and you got yourself out the back. You yeah. didn't crouch down and kind of slither out the ground and roll yeah (laughs) yeah you would just jump out and you kind of had to move pretty quick yeah (laughs) that's what (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah oh you you guys have a lot more of a safe environment in like i know at your school there's lots of doors that automatically lock uh you know for the fire alarms and for drills and things like that that you have uh we didn't have any of that um what else is there i i we didn't have very many two-story schools. Both of your schools are, all your schools all are of mine. two-story. Yeah. Yeah. And you you had art and you had music. We had that too. Yeah. Tell us about your music class, like what you do in that. And then I want to tell you what we did in mine. Okay. So it really depends on the day. In the beginning of the year, it's like introduction, like this singer or 
songwriter, whatever it may be. Like, we learned about Beethoven and all that and songs he made. And then towards the middle of the year, we started playing the instruments. For example, we played the xylophone, Mm -hmm. and we learned the different notes. But then towards the end of the year, we gave up on that, and we did something called squilt. Squilt is... I don't know why they call it squilt. It's not like it stands for anything. It's You say, like, I hear this. It makes me feel... Oh, that's right. I remember seeing something about that. It was almost like a written questionnaire about the music after you hear it. Yes. However, we didn't do it for songs. We did it for movies. Like, we did it with Mary Poppins, and we did it for some other Disney movie. I can tell you, we never watched any type of movie or video and music class, ever. And I don't remember learning about any particular singer composer anything like that it was in your class i'm sure was fun too when you had it but ours was singing instruments movement but nothing like structured where you had to learn about somebody we play this pony game it's really fun but everyone stands in a circle and there's this little pony horse thing it's made of a pool noodle you fold the back of the pool noodle up and over flip it upside down you tape it and then you put either cardboard or paper spikes on it and it's meant to look like a pony or a horse or something and then the person everyone around you sings and you go in a circle and then whenever the music or whenever the people stop singing which it's just a song so you can go any pace you want you have to do like this dance with the person you land next to and then they get the pony and then they go around and the cycle repeats itself oh huh Huh. Yeah. Well, that is that is very different. Yeah. It your sounds fun, but I think I probably enjoyed my music class a lot more. Yeah. I for some reason like I'm having these flashbacks. I feel like Jeremiah was a bullfrog was a song we did for like an entire year. Huh? It's this horrible <laughs> oldie song. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Was a good friend of mine. I mean, that's the only reason I know the words is because I think they drilled it into our head for an entire school year for some reason. I don't. The budget can only carry one song, I guess. So that's all we did for one year. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then um, what else did we have? Let's see. Um, the, yeah, the technology, obviously, is better on your end. Uh, the real-life application was better on our end. Uh, we didn't get – we were stuck – and you're kind of in the same scenario. You get, like, the same group of kids the whole time. I didn't have that. No? No. Once I got high school, it was different. No, mine was a hodgepodge every year, and you were lucky if you had a friend or two – from your last class that you were close with in your next class. Oh. Hmm. Strange. Yeah, it is. And then, like, obviously, the, the, the rules that you guys have about, like, everyone's feelings matter, <laughs> that, that stuff didn't exist. Nope. There was a hierarchy that was put in place through, uh, you know, bullying and beating up and things like that of who was, who was in charge and who was the king or queen. And, <gasps> and we all didn't get participation ribbons or trophies or everybody gets a turn there there wasn't much of that so I I have mixed feelings on that I I think well that could be a topic for another day but there's definitely pros and cons to that but I think for real world application people should learn that not everybody gets the job if everybody gets participation points or trophies or ribbons when you go out into the real world and everyone's applying for a similar job one person gets it not 25 and the thing is is the people that get first second and third or however many competition places there are they'll get a better trophy than you but you'll still get like a ribbon or something normally 
sometimes it's like, oh, good job, but, like, they don't give out prizes to everyone, but it really just depends on what we're doing. Yeah, that's what you're going to find in life, though, especially once you get out of school, that, you know, not not everyone's a winner. <laughs> that's just the way it works. Yeah, and just like the you should share with everybody, I, I agree for the most part, but there are certain things as an adult I don't want to share. So if I'm Sally with a 24-pack of good-shaped crayons that didn't eat them or match the <laughs> points off. Put them in my nose. I don't want to have to share my crayons with the kid who couldn't take care of their supplies. So I I am not a strong proponent of we all have to share everything. Yeah. And I remember when I was really young, there was kids that would chew the erasers off their pencils. It was so gross. Like it was to the point where they had to move their the kid's desk and just like every day they'd make them pick it all up. Oh god, it was so gross. You'd see the pencil eraser shreds under his desk. What do they do? I think I know the answer, but what do they do for like classroom discipline? Like, for example, when I was a kid, if you misbehaved, some kids had to go stand in the corner for however long the the teacher felt that was necessary. Do you guys do anything like that? Um, we... Well, when we were younger, we get our colors moved down. <laughs> but, and then your parents got to deal with you. But now, um, if the whole class was acting up, we'd miss recess. And but any any individual, I don't want to say embarrassment, but oh, I don't yeah. think you've ever told me that a kid had to stand in the corner. Or... Like, we don't stand in the corner, but like... Sometimes if the whole class gets free time for, like, good behavior, you'd have to sit down and do a worksheet or something. Okay. Yeah, that's not terrible. Like, now, I remember your uh, grandfather especially would get the paddle. Now, there were paddles, like wooden oars that would sit on the wall, and they're only a foot or two long, and someone would wield the paddle and hit the children (laughs) to beat them in line. And do you remember... Did they have to, I think they had to have parent permission to do that. Oh, I'm sure. So if you got a referral, which I never did, but for the kids that did, they would call the parent. There you go. We're very proud of you for your no referrals. (laughs) Good job. They would call the parent and explain whatever the scenario was. And then the the choice would be up to the parent. Did you want your child paddled or whatever the secondary discipline was? And some of the kids would, would get paddled. If I remember correctly, I think one of them even got paddled in the classroom before. That's how you straighten out a group of kids. You beat the hell out of one of them in front of all the others. Mm, Straighten it right out. Yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, anyway. And then when school ended, you you just walked yourself out of the classroom. There was no everybody goes in a line to wherever hallway, and then you wait for everybody and then go to the next area. It was more or less a free-for-all that... When you had your stuff ready, you went and found your own bus and you got on it. And if you weren't on it in time, then I guess you had to find an alternative way to get home. Hmm. Yeah, but the world was different too. I mean, there were there's a there were there were I don't remember there being active shooters and, and all this other stuff no. that you guys deal with. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why you have to deal with half that stuff. Is the world took a dump. Yeah, the drills we had like you guys will have the. The bomb threat drill, the... Which ones do you guys have? Well, did you guys have? Yeah. We fire, did, fire we did not have... Yeah, we didn't that, have that. That's it? That's it. That was it. Fire drill. Oh, gosh. No intruder, no bomb threat, no... Do you guys do tornado drills, Yeah, too? we do tornado drill, hurricane drill, 
bomb threat, active shooting, gun threat, fire drill, and evacuation. You even had time to learn? Evacuation like, What the hell drill. did Jesus all day long? All you do is prepare for the end of the world. Well, and for people who don't know, explain when you... Rapture drill. When you... Tell us more about the... Uh, scenarios where you're having the drill and you all have to go into the bathroom okay so we rarely do that anymore i don't think we have done that in about a year that's probably because of covid yeah but at the time all 30 kids we'd all march in the bathroom single stall yeah it's single stall bathroom i mean it's not exactly like a size of a stall that you'd see in a store but it's a Maybe mm. five, five, six feet. The size of a yeah. handicap stall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slightly smaller. But all 30 of us would have to jam-pack in that bathroom, including the teacher. And then there was the kids that were afraid of the dark. Oh, my gosh, they were a hot mess. And somehow the kid that was afraid of the dark and would not stop moving always ended up under the fan, the, the hand dryer <laughs> oh fan. Boy. So the whole time I hear is, <laughs> and shut off. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you were sandwiched in one uh-huh. small confined area and then sometimes kids wouldn't like because we couldn't right. really see so we sometimes some kids wouldn't like when they were being touched <laughs> so they like you'd accidentally knock your knee into theirs and the next time they'd start elbowing you no. and they're like who's elbowing me i don't know because it's in the dark you can't see <laughs> you're getting away with free shots yeah. yeah well let's hope everybody did a good job brushing their teeth that morning and yeah. they had on deodorant if they were getting up in the upper years of elementary school and the other thing was so eventually the teachers realized that you had to have the flashlight on your phone on and then that kind of solved the problem of the hitting and the scaredness halfway. Gotcha. But it was funny. A couple years ago, every time we had a sub, we'd always have a lockdown drill. Every single time. Whenever the teacher was there, never. Whenever we got the sub, lockdown drill. And, and your drills were school-wide. It wasn't just specific to your classroom, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, unbelievable. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, that was, it's a colorful insight into the differences of the education system from then until now, and uh, hopefully whatever they're teaching you now is going to get you prepared for whatever's going on here in the world outside, because ours got us this far, and it's a, it's a different world. Like, our education that we got then would not provide us for what we need now. So, hopefully that all works out right, but what a great conversation. Great job, everybody. Uh, I don't know, basically, that's going to be it for episode Episode one, season two, the very terrible podcast. podcast. Um, yeah. Otherwise, than that, that's thanks for all for joining us. If you have any information about or to tell us a story about your school, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or email or Instagram. Otherwise, than that, I'm Jason. I'm B Spike, and I'm Lori. <laughs> and this has been the very, very terrible, terrible podcast. podcast.